supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen. Good evening and welcome to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here. The silent assassin Matt Costa is here, as well as science advisor Matt Moniz, broadcasting on WBSM, as well as on Fate Radio. And if you go to SpookySouthCoast.com, you can see the little icon there to click right on to Fate Radio. You can also go to FateMag.com slash Fate Radio, and you can actually see the show while it's going on. And you're going to want to see the show while it's going on tonight, because for once you don't have to look at us three clowns. We've got uh, something a little bit better for you to look at, so hang on here. Let me switch here with the technology. And this should change. There you go. We have, uh, you know, Danielle, I never asked you how to pronounce your last name. Is it Mina Capelli? Mina Capelli. Danielle Mina Capelli, Rachel Hoffman, and Tina Storr from Paranormal Expeditions. And if you... Remember the show a few weeks ago when we were talking about the Bridgewater Triangle, your tech guy had called in and had mentioned you to us, and we said, no, that sounds pretty interesting. Let's see what's going on and see if they want to come on the show. So thank you for joining us, and thank you for making our second video show look a little bit better than the first one. <laughs> thank you for having thank us. You. Yeah, thank you. Now, how long have you been friends? I mean, I know some of you are related, and <laughs> some of so us that kind of helps out. But <laughs> Two out of three. I've known Danielle all of her life, being that she's my sister, and I had the pleasure of meeting Tina this year. Um, it's been only a few months, but um, we've already made an awesome connection, and uh, I think it's a really good fit for our team. She's the missing link. <laughs> <laughs> so now, wh how did the idea of becoming a paranormal team come about? Rachel? <laughs> um, I actually uh, had seen that there was ways, um, technolo technology ways to, technological ways, excuse me, <laughs> to um, read EVPs. And I had actually ordered an EVP player. Actually, James Paul, the one that is our tech support guy, ordered it for me. And 32 seconds into my first EVP reading where I was just testing the equipment, I actually got um, a little girl voice saying, Rachel. So that caused me want further validations and information. And I asked Tina to become a part of my team, and then Danielle moved um, close to the area in Boston, and she's our local skeptic, and I thought that it would be a good fit to have our brave heart, me who's fearless, and a skeptic on the show to spice things up a little bit. So is there uh, – was the paranormal just one of those things where it was strongly drawing to you, and, and it, it kind of was a perfect I, – I can imagine that – being girls, it's a little bit harder than it is with us guys to just openly decide to talk about ghosts and other paranormal things with people, um, even though women are usually more sensitive to this stuff. Uh, they're also more likely to get that raised eyebrow when they talk about it because they say, eh, well, eh, they're girls. 
I think that um, that living or or apparitions, they can smell our pheromones. So I definitely think that <laughs> having females in places where there's a large quantity of male apparitions or known to be male apparitions, that you're going to stir up some activity, maybe even more than the gentleman, <laughs> hopefully. I don't know. We do a pretty good job of stirring some stuff up on our own. <laughs> but usually we have to go about it by being jerks. I mean, anybody that's ever investigated with me can tell you I'm very confrontational. I do. I provoke. I love to provoke. And I, I don't really want to sit around and wait. I want to kind of get right to the heart of things. Yeah. Is that? Do you use a similar approach or do you try to use a more laid back, more intuitive approach? Much more relaxed. Definitely. Um, we kind of act like if Real. we were just hanging out with normal people. Yeah. Real time. I definitely yeah, get a little them, closer to your mic there. I definitely give them like the respect as if they were, were still alive because if I was a ghost, I wouldn't want to be pestered with questions or, you know. <laughs> being annoyed. I don't know. I'd want the respect from the other human being. Well, we do have on the Fate Radio uh, web stream, you can see that we have the phone numbers there, but for the radio audience, the numbers are 508-996-0500, 1-877-996-1420. You can also uh, email us, SpookyCrew at SpookySouthCoast.com, and the chat room is up and running on FateMag.com slash FateRadio. If you want to join in there as well, there's tons of people in there chatting, so I'll check in and grab as many questions out of there as I can. But we do have a, a phone call already on the line. So we're going to try and go to the phones, and hopefully uh, the chat room crowd and the Fate Radio crowd can hear that. So, Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast. How are you doing? Good evening. It's Keith. Hey, Keith. Keith. How you doing, Tim? Pretty good. How about yourself? Good. Keeping cool in there? Uh, well, it was cool, but then, you know, the girls <laughs> brought a bottle of champagne and things got a little warm. I, I can understand it, right? I got a question for your guest. Um, if they've ever come across anything that's, uh, they considered, uh, very malevolent, that, you know, might be kind of in the inhuman realm. So, uh, have you ever come across anything negative, anything possibly in, inhuman? I think that um, our, our clip is going to show you that I don't know if it's a general warning from the individual or <laughs> if it was, um, you know, a territorial kind of thing. So we're not really sure. It's like perception is reality in this situation. So I would have to say that um, depending on how you perceive our situation and uh, us being in their surroundings, which is, you know, that's not our home. That's not our place that we live. It's not a place that we know. So whether or not it was a warning or whether or not it was, um, you know, something being facetious, we, we can't really say. <laughs> it's really up to the individual, that, that the viewer. And what would you do if you did encounter something to that? I mean, have you given that any thought yet? I would Run. face it. <laughs> um, I haven't really thought of that. It's all so new to me, and I just pray that I don't <laughs> come across anything. That wants to harm me in any way. <laughs> I just hope Please. the tapes are running when I when I come across something yeah. that's <laughs> that's beastly. Yeah, that was actually going to be my next question. How would how would they handle it? What would be their procedure? <laughs> I would take the investigative approach to it and try to uncover as much evidence as possible. So, in doing that, I think that. Um, staying and and collecting as much as we possibly can real or you know something that we can debunk later whatever the case may be i would rather just fit, stare it in the face right so i mean keith i know that you've encountered those type of beings many times uh, yeah and uh i'd like you know uh, to not to speak for you but i'm sure that the girls could use you as a resource if they ever did encounter some encounter something like that they could get in touch with you to to kind of pick your brain a little bit and ask for help 
Sure, you can pass my website along. Absolutely. GhostsAndNear.com. Exactly. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Keith. Have a great night. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, we already have another call here lined up uh, on the phones. Again, 508-996-0500, 1-877-996-1420. And uh, we are going to try and get the caller audio working on the video stream as well. But for right now, you know, we'll just kind of relay the questions over from there. Uh, and, guys, I can tell you, you're already getting an offer, no kidding here, from Fate Radio to have your own show. Awesome. <laughs> Oh my God! What? No. <laughs> See, there you go, Brian. Now you're now you're stuck. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Brian, I, I can imagine. You know, they they probably wear similar uh, attire. Brian wears a kilt when he does his show. <laughs> so you know, there's and and he also please? likes to partake in, in alcoholic beverages as well. So. <laughs> As long as he's wearing undergarments under that kilt, that's all. I don't know. I've never actually checked. So, <laughs> Brian, uh, you can answer that question to them on Facebook or something. Cause... All right. I'd love to uh, see a picture. <laughs> uh, we have another call here. So let's – oh, that dropped off. Okay. We were taking oh. too long talking about kilts. Too long. Didn't listen. All right. So I, I have to ask you guys, from an outsider's perspective – and I apologize if part of this is sexist in nature because we're looking and we're seeing three girls. You're putting yourselves out there as being the first all-girl group. There has been a few others, but you seem to be the first ones ready to try to stick around. Um, some people are going to say that you're kind of using the paranormal as your way into the entertainment world. What are your thoughts on that? I think that as um, as beautiful women, a lot of people are – not given the credit that they necessarily deserve for having brains and having a lot of spirit, which we all have. I know that feeling. We're, <laughs> we're guilty of having all the spirits you could possibly want or need. So I would expect there to be people out there that would be doubters. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think that the only way to, you know, get past that would be to prove evidence, you know, like to give people what they want to see gorgeous girls and also you know a little bit of evidence to follow along with and, it. and humble yeah. girls as well yeah. <laughs> well that, that's like being honest you know i i would have been one of these people who are in the field uh, maybe a few years ago who say what do they know about the parent what are their experiences i've been doing this for 25 years and i'm not trying to get a tv show i've been doing this for 25 years i'm not trying to become an entertainment you know celebrity at the same time and i've kind of pulled back that approach myself because I'd almost want to see somebody who's new to the field and hasn't been out there doing this as long as this guy over here has and can kind of learn and, and see what happens to them when they have their first aha moment that I know that I already had. So hopefully, I mean, that's what ends up happening for you guys. Yeah, I mean, we're not going out there saying we're experts in this field. Like, we're, we just have a really common interest, and we want to go out and explore and discover and I think it would be fun if other people watched with there, us. <laughs> there really are no experts in this field. That's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm all for, I'm, I'm really, I have no problem with attractive women wanting to get involved in the paranormal. We need more of that. We need, you know, and for the girls, we need more attractive men because, you know, you get guys like us. Oh, <laughs> you guys are fabulous. <laughs> the, the one thing that I do worry about, though, is that eventually Brett Michaels is going to try and work his way into oh, this. We're going to have Ghost of Love. And... <laughs> As It'll long be, as he uh, as long as he can wear the bandana to cover up his bald spot, I think it'll be all right. <laughs> all right, we uh, we are coming up on the news in a few minutes, but we do have a call on the line, so let's go to the phones. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with the girls of Paranormal Expeditions. How are you? Hello. I can hear you. 
All right. The numbers are 508-996-0500, if you want to call in. Uh, again, we are coming up on the news break. During that break, we're going to hopefully be able to run some of the clips from YouTube that they put up there, but they don't seem to be loading up onto the system there. So if you do have any uh, problems seeing the video, you can go to YouTube.com and check out Paranormal Expedition. starts with an X. So uh, it's also linked up on the front page of SpookySouthCoast.com as well. And uh, we have probably, I don't know, I'm just guessing here, 15, 20 people in the chat room. Uh, and if anybody has any questions there that they want to submit, feel free. Uh, Denver wants to know, what has been the most scary experience that you've had out in the field so far? You'll find out. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, uh, it's actually on the clip yeah. um, that we have. Which is in the works. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's in the works to make it to you. Hopefully they can view it later. <laughs> we have caught, like, silent things like orbs and different things like that. You know, not a lot of gusto things as mm -hmm. far as that is concerned. Uh, a lot of, um, you know, photographs and stuff, mm -hmm. telltale photographs and whatnot. But we are still... Um, you know, searching out new experiences and new places to mm. yeah. explore. A lot of different scary moments. <laughs> One of the things that you'll find that a lot of our friends that are in paranormal television have come back to tell us is that when they're there filming, that's like when nothing goes on and when the cameras are all turned off and everything starts getting packed Absolutely. away. There was two seconds where I turned off the camera this one time and it was just... Oh, my God, I was so mad. Yeah, we heard, like... Um, like a chair dragging above us, right? It was like right? a boom, boom, and, like, metal dragging across the floor. It was, it was right in front of us, too. It was it was wild. <laughs> All right. I was cursing in the moments that we turned the camera back on. <laughs> well, we have about three minutes here. Let's squeeze in this call before we have to go to the news. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with the girls from Paranormal Expeditions. How are you doing? Please. I've always wanted to say this. Turn down your radio, please, and... <laughs> Hello? All right. Just cut it. <laughs> Got some clowns calling in. Again, the numbers are 508-996-0500, and you can see that right on the screen at Fate Radio. Uh, and, of course, every week we'll be broadcasting on Fate Radio. You can get to it by going to fatemag.com slash fate radio. You can also get to it right on the front page of spookysouthcoast.com. Uh, here's a, a quick question for you in the time that we have left. What place would you like to investigate the most that you haven't been able to yet? The island. Yeah, Pavilia and also Savannah, Georgia. Savannah is definitely one of those places where you can't help but bump into a ghost while you're down there. Yeah, for me, also, like, Pennsylvania, too. And did you say Ireland? Where? Ireland, yeah. <laughs> also there. <laughs> also there. Well, <laughs> yeah. if you ever do get the chance to go over to Ireland and experience some of those older ghosts, you know, bring, mm -hmm. bring a few of them back here because they're hundreds of years older than what we have here. Mm -hmm. And even in this area, we're lucky enough, you know, you're in New England, so you couldn't pick a better place to try and launch an endeavor like this because we do have some of the oldest haunted legends in the country. I feel bad for all the people out there in California that only go back as far as the gold rush with their ghosts. <laughs> So, yeah, you're just getting started. <laughs> All right, well, like I said, we are coming up on the news. During the news break, you can see what's going on in the Spooky Studio. If you go to the uh, live Spooky TV stream on Fate Magazine, uh, fatemag.com slash fate radio website, 
and we'll uh, keep chatting it up with people in the chat room. Uh, if you are a fan of the show and you've been angry lately because the podcasts have not been up to date, well, they are up to date. Matt Costa, you got them all up there now. I saw that earlier. Everything is all set. Uh, if you go to Stitcher.com, you'll get the latest podcast. If you go to Stitcher on your mobile device, whether it be an iPhone, uh, a Droid, what else do they use? Palm, Blackberry, two tin cans tied together with string, <laughs> whatever. You can get Stitcher on all those devices, and you'll hear our latest show as well. And now the video podcasts from Fate Radio are now linked up on the show archives at SpookySouthCoast.com as well. So if you missed the goofiness of last week, you can check that out. And if you want to relive the experience of tonight, you can do that as well. So we are, we are going to be right back in a few minutes after the news. So stay tuned for more here on Spooky South Coast. Hello. Hey, man. What? You up? No. Wake up. I need to talk to you. I think your house is haunted. Hey, come on. It's 2.30 in the morning. I can't sleep in here, man. I'm scared. All right, welcome back to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here along with the silent assassin, Matt Costa, who is to my right. You can't see him, but uh, we'll work on getting him on camera at least once. And science advisor, Matt Moniz, who can jump in here and show everybody he's beautiful. Yeah, he's not getting close enough. So there, no, it's all right. It's all right. So uh, we are broadcasting on WBSM and also on Fate Radio. If you go to fatemag.com slash fate radio, you'll be able to see the video stream as well. And uh, I know that we're promoting the heck out of the video stream, and I promise after the next few weeks, once people realize what's going on, you know, we'll kind of be back into our regular flow. But we want to make sure that people know that they have this opportunity to see us as well. And, you know, you can always download the podcast, watch the video podcast. We're here 24 hours a day for you, and I don't, I don't know what's going on over here. I, I don't know either. <laughs> but we've got... Uh... Giggles McGee. Yeah, we... <laughs> We've got the Babysitter's Club going on over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> They're all passing passing notes and hey, hiding I, bottles of booze under the table. And we, they're not under the table. They're perfectly in view. <laughs> all right, we are here with uh, Danielle, Rachel, and Tina from Paranormal Expeditions, and we're talking to them about their new venture. They're, they're kind of new to the paranormal field, and they're just getting involved, and Naturally, they're going to suffer their slings and arrows, as everybody does when they get involved in this field. And it starts with, first, a couple of relatives that look at Mom. you funny and laugh at you and say, why are you getting involved Hi, in that? Hi, and Mom. Then your friends say, oh, yeah, that's cool, but ghosts aren't real. Yeah. You get that. And then, of course, you're going to get the, the people who tell you that, as I mentioned before, and I didn't mean any offense by it, but, you know, you're just trying to get involved with the field because it's popular now. And it's not just you guys. It happens to everybody that started a group that's got involved in this. Because it's so popular right now, it's going to happen. People are going to be geared toward it. It's like vampire stuff. Yeah, oh, exactly. God. I mean, if, if something comes out and it's new and it's popular, people are going to discover it for the first time. And people who have been around in it forever can't fault people. I'm just going to keep pointing at them whenever I mention vast lengths I of time. I promise we're not going to be wearing white makeup and fangs, though. I just I have to say. At some point, you may have to do that. So oh. just, you know, don't. Any don't, Yeah, don't go on the record yet. All right. But uh, we are, of course, open phone lines here, as we always have. 508-996-0500, 1-877-996-1420. You can also email us, spookycrew at spookysouthcoast.com, and you can... 
join in the chat room at Fate Magazine's uh, FateMag.com slash Fate Radio. But uh, before we get involved in the Week in Weird here, I just want to make a little announcement here. Next week we're going to be on at a different time. We're going to be on in prime time, 8 p.m. start time as far as I know. And if anything changes, just go to SpookySouthCoast.com. We'll let you know. But we're going to have, I guess we'll let him back in the building. Jeff Belanger is going to be here <laughs> to talk about his new book, Picture Yourself Legend Tripping. And it's uh, it's a fantastic book. If you're a fan of the Picture Yourself books, then you know what they're all about. And Jeff has made a, a firm decision in this book to kind of leave all the theory and everything behind. And he's getting just into the heart of the legends. And it's a fascinating read. I highly recommend it. it you can pick it up on SpookySouthCoast.com and the uh, Spooky South Coast Amazon store. If you just go to go to the store and look under authors, under Jeff Belanger, you'll see it right there. And they got a special deal going on right now if you buy it. I think it's like $16 and change. So make sure you go on there and get it, start reading it, and be ready to talk about legend tripping next week here on Spooky South Coast at a special 8 p.m. start time. So why don't we take this phone call before we get into the week in weird, because we want to make sure that people get a chance to ask their questions. Good evening. You're on Spooky South Coast with the girls from Paranormal Expedition. How are you doing? Hey, that's my sister-in-law, Rachel. Hi, Dina. Hi, baby. How you doing? I'm good. Are you enjoying Hi. the show? Yeah, we're watching you. I just texted Jim to see what was up, and he said go to the uh, web website, and we got down the cam. Hi, Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Hi. Hopefully now that your family's tuning in to see you guys, they stick around and they stay Spooky South Coast fans, too. Definitely. Hi, Dan. Hi, Tina. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> well, uh, you guys look great. Oh, thank you. And you know what? We support her all the way, and this is family go. member talking. There you thank go. You. All right, well, thank you for checking in. All right. Good have luck, guys. Have Love you. Thank you. Hi, bye. Bye, Brianna. Hey, you're up late. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, why don't, we, uh, why don't we take this opportunity to get a little weird, and I know uh, that Matt doesn't have his iPod, so you probably don't have the Week in Weird music. Aha, uh -huh. mm -hmm. fan corrected. Well, I got a great show for you today. What's so wonderful? Weird stuff. I feel, I feel so very weird. <laughs> The Week in Weird. All right, we're going to mix things up a little bit here on Spooky South Coast. Instead of me and the two mats reading the stories for you, we're going to have the Paranormal Expeditions girls read the stories for you. And uh, we'll do our usual skewed take on things as well. But let's start off uh, first. Rachel, what do you have for us? I have something from WPIX.com. And here we go. <laughs> Excavation teams at the World Trade Center site unearthed oh, unearth the hull of an 18th century ship and hope to have it removed within the next few days. Workers first found the wooden remnants buried in muck on Tuesday morning, and by Wednesday the outline of the ship became apparent at the site of the September 11th attacks. Along with other debris, historians say the ship weighed down and sunk to the bottom of the riverbed around 1810 to extend to the lower Manhattan shoreline from Old Lindsay's Wharf and Lake Wharfs further into the Hudson River. The muck helped preserve the wood, but it began to deteriorate immediately upon contact with oxygen. Workers have been clearing remnants by hand because of their fragility. Teams were, teams were measuring wooden planks that seemed to make up the lowermost deck of the early to mid-1700s vessel. They were also sketching and, and photographing the artifact for future analysis. 
The estimated age of the ship will be determined after the results from two of the timbers, which were caught by a bulldozer during the initial discovery, come back from the laboratory. The area where the ship was uncovered, about 25 feet below street level and between Liberty and Cedar Streets, was apparently never excavated for the construction of the World Trade Center. And workers are currently preparing the site for a future underground vehicle center. In 1982, the 18th century cargo ship was uncovered at 175 Water Street in Lower Manhattan, six blocks away from the World Trade Center site. So it's uh, it's interesting that they found that under there and that they never happened upon it while they were digging the original site. Uh, who knows what else could be buried under there? I was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's wild. We had talked in the past, Matt Loney's, about possibly going down there and it had been kicked around the idea of doing an investigation down there, and it was decided that the, uh, it was a little yeah. too sensitive of a spot. Um, but still, the fact that they can actually make archaeological discoveries there is pretty interesting. It's not surprising to me, because that whole lower end of Manhattan, they filled in to make more property. So in the process of filling it in, they would take various detritus and other garbage and just throw it out there just to make it um, basically... Uh, solid land, you know, pour more dirt on it. So I'm sure there's a whole host of artifacts out there that we would probably, you know, be amazed to find. You think that's weird? Try digging under this guy's house. (laughs) Did you have any friends go missing in high school or anything? All right. Uh, So who wants to go next? Danielle? Tina? All right, Danielle, what do you have for us? Um, This is from Wired.com. Actually, this is funny before I even... <clears throat> Kids around the country are getting high on the internet thanks to MP3s that induce a state of ecstasy, and it could be a gateway drug leading to teen leading teens ugh, to real world narcotics. At least that's what Oklahoma News Nine is reporting about a phenomenon called eye dosing, which involves a finding an online dealer who can hook you up with digital drugs that get you high through your headphones, and officials are taking it seriously. Idosing involves donning headphones and listening to music, <laughs> largely a droning noise, which the sites peddling the sounds promise will get you high. Teens are listening to such tracks as Gates of Hades, which is available on YouTube gratis. Yes, the first one is always free. Those who want to get addicted to the drugs can purchase tracks that will purportedly bring about the same effects of marijuana, cocaine, opium, and peyote. While street drugs rarely come with instruction manuals, potential digital drug users are advised to buy a 40-page guide so that they learn how to properly get high on MP3s. I just I just want to know if, uh, <laughs> if this will actually uh, maybe stop dope sickness yeah. from listening to this music. Well, I mean, I guess if you're going to use MP3s to get high, it's a lot better than some of the other stuff you could be putting in your body. Yeah. But, I mean... Weird. It's going to... Get it. Yeah. Actually, they tried to outlaw rock in the 80s. Like, they were trying their hardest to, you know, get rid of that whole sound because they thought that there was some demonic, you know, background having to do with, you know, kind of getting in people's heads, you know, Mm -hmm. osmosis or whatever they call it. My and question is, do you go to a virtual detox center? Oh, my God. <laughs> they, oh my just, they just unplug your internet connection for 30 days. <laughs> but like, and if you're from Hollywood, are you paying triple the price? <laughs> oh, my God. There's, like, no way to track this because there's no way of tracking, like, downloads of MP3s anywhere, yeah. like, even with real music now. So 
Good luck trying to catch all those kids. <laughs> I mean, I, I, believe me, I'm a firm believer of uh, of kids staying off drugs, but I will have no problem getting people hooked on spooky South Coast MP3s <laughs> oh, yeah. and making sure that, I mean, yeah. it's possible to OD on our show. Good name-dropping so. opportunity. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll learn how to do that when you guys have your show. It's all about the plugs. But uh, it's just going to sound funny to, instead of hearing kids say they're going to go get wasted, they're going to be like, hey, man, let's go get downloaded, man. Yeah. I just can't wait to see them, like, nodding out of their MP3 players. I'd love to know how that works. You know what else is, is too? Though. I'll, I'll tell you this, too. It's another example of just how lame kids are today. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not that I'm advocating real drug use, but kids today are so lame. They yeah. won't get real mohawks, so they cut faux hawks. You know? They... They won't. They they won't get real tattoos, so they get henna tattoos. You know, it's like, come on, horses. Yeah. This All right. Story. Follow that up, Tina. Um, okay. <laughs> From the Telegraph, the wonders discoverable on Google Street View never cease. After the mysterious horse boy, a man with two heads and three legs has been found in Britain. The appendage-gifted man, apparently a window cleaner, <laughs> has been spotted in Haas, Yorkshire, by the Google sightseeing blog. There are various theories regarding the provenance of the multi-limbed man, limbed man, sorry, by the only sensible one that he is a fact, oh my god, okay, but the only sensible one is a fact that he is an ordinary man with the, the unusual number of legs and heads, but that the Google Street View car took two images of that part of the street and he happened to be caught on the edges of both. Horse Boy, a mysterious horse-headed creature native to Aberdeen has been spotted twice around the Scottish city, once with a schoolgirl companion. <laughs> he was briefly removed from street view before being reinstated with no explanation. He has since become an international phenomenon. <laughs> Sorry, I butchered that. <laughs> I'm just moving the camera over because Danielle's completely lost it. So. Oh my God. <laughs> is this a true story? Is this really a Apparently. Fact? It is a true story. I mean, this is... <laughs> With a schoolgirl companion. Let's get everybody busy on. on <laughs> I don't know how much stuff to put in that. Well, I can tell you, I saw the photo. I'm the skeptic now. You saw the photo. I saw the photo, and the the double-headed man is just one of those things where, like, sometimes on Google Street View, the yeah. picture like splices and it doubles up. That's all that is. I actually thought originally it was two guys standing next to each other and like standing oh. in such a way that one leg disappeared and one arm was behind the other guy. But the horse boy? <laughs> yeah. What? It's really a guy wearing a horse head. Oh, that's And I don't stupid. know if he's, you know, maybe he's really got a horse head, and if I insulted him, I'm sorry. You know, it's a fine horse head. Yeah. He probably <laughs> knew that Google was doing that, so he probably, like, went to different spots around. Oh, yeah. Oh, Exciting. Yeah, I wonder if he has the other appendages of a... <laughs> from what I understand, they, they have hooves, right? Hooves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hooves. The Google car, I guess, comes to your town and drives around for a few days and yeah, has, weird. like, Google on the side of the car, so people know when it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my favorite is, and we were talking about this off the air, Tina, yeah. some of the pictures that you see when people didn't know oh my that God. the Google vehicle is driving by, when people are like, you're urinating in the street or I've seen like two guys dressed up in like sci-fi gear like fighting yeah, with the, the sabers oh, yeah. and yeah. stuff so, oh my god those are so. my favorite kind of people dude oh, whatever it does beg the question is this an invasion of privacy because you never know when they're going to be shooting you and when they're going to be putting you on the internet 
shouldn't we have some say in whether or not we're filmed at that particular moment for this? Yeah, but everywhere you go, I think yeah, the traffic anyway. lights now, every other corner on the traffic. But, light. but that's only being accessed by law enforcement and, and people that need yeah. to use that information. It's not like Google Street View where anybody can go on and find yeah. it. And yeah, I think it's, it's the same jerk it's debatable. Like watching all of them. I mean, I like it caught. when you're trying to find like, oh, I have to go to somewhere in Boston. Like, okay, I'll look out for this where to go. But I don't like that people can see my house and know like where my windows are. Or something. Well, just type, you know? just do us yeah. a favor. Leave us your addresses beforehand. We'll put <laughs> right. them out on the internet. And then but that way creepy. there you'll know that people are watching and then you won't do anything embarrassing. Yeah, it's just, it's weird to me. I mean, how many of us, we all go out and check the mail in our boxer shorts or our pajamas. And, right, yeah. You know, we don't want to be caught doing that. Taking the dogs out. Yeah, and taking the trash out at five in the morning because we forgot. Oh, so. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for the Week in Weird for this week and. uh it was a little bit more pleasant sounding than usual, but still just as weird. If you have a story you'd like to submit for the Week in Weird, just go to SpookySouthCoast.com, click on the forum, go to the Week in Weird thread, drop the story in there, and if we use it on the air, we will give you a Spooky South Coast bumper sticker. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we will have more with Danielle, Tina, and Rachel from Paranormal Expeditions. We'll also take your calls, 508-996-0500, 1-877-996-1420. Stay tuned for more here on Spooky South Coast. It blew books off shelves from 20 feet away and scared yeah, the socks off some poor librarian. Turn on all your lights, lock the doors, and pull down the shades. Spooky South Coast is back. This looks extraordinarily bad. <laughs> Welcome back to Spooky South Coast. Tim Weisberg here, along with the silent assassin Matt Costa and science advisor Matt Moniz. And we are talking with Danielle, Rachel, and Tina from Paranormal Expeditions this week. And uh, we are going to play an EVP clip for you coming up in just a few minutes. And we're also going to talk some more with them about their venture. And we also welcome your calls, 508-996-0500. 1-877-996-1420. There's also a lot of questions popping up in the chat room that we'll get to as well. And... If you have any questions, and I know that people have been emailing us during the course of the week and they've had some questions, we're going to get to those. We're going to kind of get down to the to the bottom of everything here of, of you know, th- when, when people are trying to start a new venture, it's going to happen. And not to get too much into, you know, online, internet, paranormal drama, but even Fate Radio has experienced some attacks uh, since it got started a few weeks ago. People are always looking to take somebody else down, especially when they beat them to the idea. So, <laughs> and since you're girls, and I don't want to be sexist here, but let's face it, there are a lot of catty women in the paranormal. I'm not insulting anybody, but it happens. And uh, so you're going to have to deal with that. It's going to happen. So but we'll get into all that in just a few minutes. But first, you guys have some stuff coming up that I know that you want to share with all the listeners. Yep, we have a promo party at um, Sanctuary at 189 State Street, Boston at 10 o'clock next Saturday. The 24th. The 24th. <laughs> and um, during the course of that, we are going to have some raffle items that Tina will read to you. Yes, we've got some great stuff here. We have, first on the list, we have a pair of Red Sox tickets. They're very close to the dugout. We also have Cirque du Soleil tickets, a private ghost hunt with PXP. One of you lucky people will win that. Tony's <laughs> um, has already bought 100 tickets for that. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Yay! Hopefully that'll get us some more fans. Um, 
We have an NFL NFL on-field jersey, an NBA jersey, a Family Guy package that includes a shirt, a bobblehead, and a poster, um, and then assigned posters and DVDs from the PXP girls, Rachel, Tina, and Danielle. Right. <laughs> so head on over to the sanctuary um, Saturday night, 24th. We're going to rock the Casbah. It's going to be awesome. Again, it's 189 State Street in Boston, and the party begins at 10 o'clock. If you show up and you happen to mention our name, PXP, at the front door, instead of paying the normal standard $10, you will only be charged $5. So please come support us and use that $5 to buy yourself a little something extra. Yeah. What a bag! It's extra starting with an X. You got to you got to oh start yes. the marketing. You know you got to really <laughs> look into that. But and then of course if you are going to listen to Spooky South Coast next week, we are going to be on in prime time at eight o'clock. We're going to be on from eight to about nine thirty, so that gives you plenty of time when the show's over. Hop in the car, drive down to the sanctuary, hang out with the girls. Does that mean you guys are going to be there? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We'll, we'll make a guest list just for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Well, we had mentioned before uh, coming into this, uh, you guys have an interesting EVP that we're going to play, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about that. Now, uh, we have been hoping to run some video clips, uh, and I couldn't get them to quite load up into the into the queue here on the studio at Fate, Fate Radio. So I'm, I'm going to talk to Brian, just make sure that from now on we can do that stuff ahead of time. And then uh, it'll be a lot easier. But you can check it out for yourself on YouTube. Just type in Paranormal Expedition, starting with an X, or you can go on their Facebook, which, of course, is attached to the Spooky South Coast Facebook. And you can get to it from SpookySouthCoast.com as well. And uh, let's, uh, let's roll it, and then we'll listen to it, and we'll talk about it afterwards. Like a couple times, you know, like, I told you. It's not real. Let's get out. See? Let's get out. Who's there? Dude, there's nobody here. Come on. Okay, so um, you have absolutely no recording, nothing for your uh, tours or anything that says get out on the speakers. So, of course, the EVP part coming at the beginning of the clip and being that loud noise and then followed by the get out um so that must have caught you guys by surprise what what you hear the rumbling after is these ladies jumping in my (laughs) i had the camera i was like oh my god (laughs) and she this is our local skeptic so she of course tries to debunk things and it did i mean it was almost comical because of the i I actually want to know what you guys think it was Um, so loud like uh, well, I, I wasn't watching the video, uh, and people who are listening, they, they couldn't see the video. So describe the circumstances of how it was captured the, and how you discovered it later on. The beginning of it, um, we were walking, um, I guess, the Anchor Windless Room, towards the Anchor yeah. Windless Room. That's um, where on the USS Salem, one of, of course. The, one of the tour guides had passed away from a heart attack in that room, so we decided to go investigate it. We decided to go put yeah. uh, the digital recorder. EVP. 
um, and we were walking down the hallway, and it was completely dark. Um, and we heard we in the beginning of it. I don't know if you can hear it um, on the thing. Um, in the beginning of it, you hear water dripping, and it sounds like it's coming through the speaker, which is the main reason that I really wasn't sure what to think of it. Um, and then the, obviously the two other things um, are the Navy announcements and the phone call that we made to Mike just to to see what he thought about it and stuff because if it was just something that he left on, I didn't want to be held responsible for saying something like that was real if it was obviously yeah. us. Because during October, the USS Salem has a haunted ship tour mm -hmm. where people dress up and you can go through a tour. And so I was like, oh, maybe it's a recording from the haunted ship or something saying my good odor but we called to confirm right then and there that and also we had a second a second trip out to the USS Salem same um, day yeah the same day a week later so that we could see for ourselves if another announcement came on where we kind of jumped on Mike and surprised him with we want to see the area that you do the announcements from and um, you'll be seeing that on our next series of clips that um, he takes us up to the room where the announcements are done and there's like a six second leeway before it clicks off and if you can hear like the time and distance between the EVP like you can hear that it's extremely elongated and you yeah. hear the dial tone um, yeah. before you make any announcement because you use the actual phone inside the ship Unless it's that um, that original recording that they had on there, you know, for the, mm -hmm. for well, the ship. What are, what's some of the equipment that you bring with you uh, on an investigation? We bring two EVPs, a video, and um, Tina is My also a professional photographer. Digital SLR. I was say, you do have a lot of excellent photos. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So uh, I could kind of tell they were taken with a photographic eye, unlike most ghost hunters where it's like, yeah, I'm a. I went to school for photography, so. Well, it was well spent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> so, have you tried some of the other equipment that's out there? I mean, do you have a, a desire to try some of it? Or do you want to stick with what's simple? We just ordered um, a K2, which we're waiting on, and um, we ordered like a series from of equipment from from uh, Paranormal Site just uh, regarding our ghost hunts. So we are just awaiting equipment, and we're actually going to take a third venture to the USS Salem to do K2 readings and things like that and kind of just combine them all together and see what we come up with. We've got, uh, we've got something that we use, and we're, we've kind of gone away from a lot of the equipment, mainly because it breaks, and yeah. I put it all in that toolbox, and it gets smashed around. But anyway, we, we've moved away from a lot of equipment, and we kind of just go with as simple as we can. But one of the things that we do bring with us is the, the shack hack. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Mm -hmm. It's uh, just a simple radio shack radio. It's all, Have you heard of Frank's box, the telephone to the dead, any of these devices? Yes. It's, it's basically it, it, they scan radio waves, and mm -hmm. it doesn't stop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just keeps going, and the spirits can supposedly take the words out that they need to use to express something. Yeah. And we've had a lot of luck bringing ours around and getting interesting things, uh, especially words that can't be said on the radio. Mm that come through loud and clear so wow, that's cool yeah we have we have um, we can let you borrow ours if you want to take them with you too because i'd be interested in seeing what kind of results you get with that too yeah. and they're really easy to to make they're cheap you can buy them at radio shack for like 20 30 bucks and then you just clip one thing off the inside of it and you're all set oh that's cool so yeah. thank you yeah no problem that's very interesting the um the good thing about that too is you can hear it as it's going on you know mm -hmm. so it's, you're hearing it live and then you mm -hmm. still have the opportunity to go back and listen to it later on if you record it and you find even more things that you might not have picked up so uh let's see we've got some questions coming here in the chat room and if uh, mm -hmm. 
uh, it's so so many questions have been flying in in the chat room. Uh, so let me just say, if you want to actually call in and ask some of them, 508-996-0500, If you really want to get your question answered, the best way to go about doing it is to call in. The lines are open. Uh, and then you can also type them in real fast so I don't have to go too far back in to find them out. But uh, one question that I do want to ask you because it did come up is in the promotion for PXP, uh, you had some photos out, Danielle and Rachel, where you went to a cemetery and, and took a few risque promotional <laughs> photographs or um, maybe cheesecake shots. They might also be called. <laughs> They were for our own pleasure. Actually, we had heard that you guys wanted a calendar. So what we were trying to do was the reason I was wearing blue like an avatar was because I had been representing the month of September, which I was born. So we were trying to take some um, some pictures, and within that we were trying to represent the month that we were you know, that we were trying to portray on the calendar. So. And if you notice, we're not actually on anybody's grave, um, you know, rolling around or anything. No, we're, we're going downstairs, down stairwells, down... On benches. Yeah. I, I know actual artists who have a paranormal theme to their artwork, and they've done the same thing. They've gone to cemeteries, and they've used gravestone markers, different statues, benches, whatever, uh, in their photography, and they've done similar things. And I've never heard a negative word said about those, mm-hmm. but because that's art. That's not somebody promoting something as well. So... I'm just saying, like, this is this is the kind of stuff that you're going to run into. This is how easily people will deviate from something uh, as a way to attack somebody. Yeah, well, well, we, welcome well, to the paranormal. We weren't, I don't think, being any any more disrespectful or distasteful than somebody over there, like, rubbing the stones for, mm-hmm. you know, for, like, artist purposes, like, whatever they needed it for. As far as that goes, we weren't, we weren't intending any disrespect. And I'm sure that uh, many of the deceased males in the cemetery would much rather have... <laughs> That happened, and somebody else rubbing, you know, tracing paper on yeah. it. But for any like company, you're going to promote your your name and everything with artwork. You're going to s- send out photos, and those are going to be promo pieces. So. Taste is really a matter of opinion. Yeah, they anyway. were being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I don't know if tipping gravestones and being punks. That's that's rude and disrespectful. But I, I can tell you one of the easiest ways to avoid a lot of controversy that you can get in this field is just stay out of the graveyards. <laughs> it's really like the, it seems to be the boiling point for a lot of people. They they have no problem with you going to murder sites or, yeah. you know, places where houses are burned down and kill children. They're fine with all that if you want to go poking around <laughs> with, a, nice. with a tape recorder. But for some reason, a lot of times cemeteries and of course Ground Zero, as we found out, those are two places that you don't really want to uh, go to right about now, but a lot of places are open, and a lot of places can give you what you need in terms of promotion. And I'm not speaking just to you guys; I'm talking to anybody that wants to do this. Uh, and many places are open to that idea because, for a lot of these locations that are promoting themselves as haunted, you guys or somebody else going into a photo shoot, it's a photo shoot for the location as well as it is for you guys. Yeah, that's so. what we talked about with the U.S. of Salem. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so but mm-hmm. it is going to happen, and you're just going to have to. Have a tough skin because they do attack. I mean, we try to be the best people we can be. We try to be respectful to everybody, and we try to keep balance with everybody's opinions, and we've been attacked. We've had people say things about us. Not too many. We've escaped a lot of it, but it does happen. Have you guys been walking around with your hineys hanging out? <laughs> you know, th- we I'm do. I'm not going to say a thing. We, we only do that at Lizzie Borden's, though, and that's my yeah. way of mooning Andrew Gordon. So. There you go. He's, he says not nice things to me and does 
not nice things to me. So you got to get it back out there. <laughs> you got to try again. <laughs> so uh, we have a, a couple of questions here. Uh, one question is they want to know if uh, if you believe in demons. We talked a little bit earlier in the show about if you'd encountered any, but do you believe in the idea that there is a demonic entity that you might encounter? Absolutely. Uh, what fun would it be if we didn't really? Because then there would be no um, risk, and nothing's fun without a little bit of risk. Yeah, I'm definitely open to that possibility. It's like I haven't experienced experienced it yet, so it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, I totally believe in it. Just yeah. like with this whole spiritual world, like I, it's kind of you believe it when you experience it. And yeah. I think that there's many, many dimensions that everyday people are unaware of. You know what I mean? And I think they need to be explored, and they have every right to be explored. And and I know that if I were walking around without my shell of a body that if I had something to say that I would certainly approve of someone coming out and searching me out to find out what I had to say. Yeah, but I definitely think there are some spirits that are out there to harm other people and to have their way. Well, there's (laughs) people that are like that, so obviously... Yeah, we're more afraid of the living than the dead. (laughs) That's an unfortunate circumstance, (laughs) but it's the truth. And it's usually the way. I mean... Mm -hmm. Also, you have to worry about the other aspect of things, about being three young ladies out there investigating by yourselves, and (laughs) you never know what could happen in that regard. I mean, we've encountered clowns in our investigations, so... Oh, you can see me running. Not through. actual clowns. You can but. see me running through places, but not because I, I saw or felt or heard something because I thought that there was an actual person, like a homeless guy, like sleeping over on oh the side <laughs> of somewhere, you know what I mean? So you'll see me, like, take off running, like, you know, in fear of the. It's very entertaining. The yeah. circus. <laughs> but it's very, it's, at least there's, like, three of us. I think it'd be better if we were just, I mean, it'd be worse if we were just going off by ourselves, but I think safety's more in the numbers and. We're very, very aware of our surroundings, and yeah. we don't make stupid decisions. I well, tend, I yeah. tend to wander from the group here and there, but but we're all in the same like vicinity, you know. Is that the right word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Most of these... our appeal is that we're we're out there by ourselves, and we don't have any any kind of crazy crew with us, or or any mm-hmm. men to protect us, or however you want to say it. Um, it's it's just the three of us in the dark. <laughs> and we've actually created something called Bravery Rooms where each one of us is sort of forced for 20 minutes to sit in a room by yourself um, to see what you come up with because it's a fact that, you know, when you're by yourself, you're exposed in so many different ways than, you know, having a lot of people around. And if somebody is out there that wants to have a private conversation with one of us, then we make that an available option. I got a question for you girls. Yes. Is ghosts the only thing you are into, or do you expand beyond that? I think that we expand, like I said, to several different dimensions. We're definitely open-minded people. I speak for myself when I say that um, if I had the opportunity to explore every paranormal, that I probably would if I had that on my time slot. But <laughs> um, it's such a, you know... It, it's there's so many things to be covered on the ground of apparitions, ghosts, and ectoplasmic matter, pseudopods. There's so many things to be covered that you don't really get bored with the with the single paranormal circumstance. Okay, I was referring to like Bigfoot and UFOs. Would you be opposed to checking oh, out cases like I that? Lo- as well? I would love to yeah, do that too. stuff. I think those legends are so interesting, and especially UFOs. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. <laughs> and I'm personally interested in the Pukwudgie, so if anybody's got any uh, information, <laughs> sightings. We'll give you Chris Balzano's home number. All right. <laughs> he may even be hanging out in the chat room, so he'll be happy to let you know if he's got more. 
information about them. But one of the other questions uh, that's in there as well, and I'm trying to load this back up because Matt Moni's knocked out my internet cable. But, Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> what are some of the reference materials that you're using for the paranormal? I mean, are, are you trying to read as much as you can get your hands on? Are you in contact with people to try to learn more? What are you doing to try to expand your knowledge before you go into the field? Because it's, I mean, it's cool to get out into the field and everybody wants to actually investigate, but a lot of this is research first, investigation after. So what have you been kind of doing to, to learn more about the paranormal? Um, I think that, honestly, we were afraid to, um, like, waver from originality, so we kind of stayed away from it till we came up with our own ideas, and now that we're placing them together and deciding on which order we want things to go in without it being, you know, somebody else's idea, we want it to work upon our own original thought, so I would say that we stick with, you know, what we know as of now, and we certainly don't know it all, but we're expanding our field of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Well said. Do you have, like, a favorite paranormal author or somebody whose work that you're that you're interested in or somebody in the field who you've been kind of following along with or i have general respect for all teams all investigative teams anybody that has anything to do with paranormal and unearthing you know evidence and unearthing signs and things like that so i wouldn't say that we stick we we stick to any um specifics but i think that we can honestly say that we have a mutual respect for anybody that's out there trying to gather evidence mm-hmm. Now, are you going to continue to kind of work alone as yourselves? I mean, obviously, if you're trying to create an entertainment entity out of this, too, that's going to be key to it. But are, are you going to be working with other teams? Because there's a number of teams around that we could help you guys network with to at least get you out there and, and see a few more things and get a few more experiences under your belt. I think that we would be um, interested in maybe doing a hunt in the same spot and seeing if we could compare notes um yeah. But I'm I'm not sure that that that's the right uh, thing for us to do is is go with um, go with a whole another group of people, just because it's so much more personal with the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like this is PXP. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, not not that it it wouldn't be fun to to see what other people are coming up with, um, especially in the same kind of spot. But it's it's really just yeah. We're not being snobs. We're just this is. What we do, we do it together. And it's, it's what you're comfortable with. I mean, yeah. when you're going into the unknown, you kind of have to be working with people that you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've had experiences myself. I went to the Houghton Mansion um, in North Adams, and I had actually been there with um, quite a few other investigators. And the fact of the matter is, is that everybody wants to be the star of their own show. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their own ideas, and it's almost like being in a room with someone who's over-talking you and you don't want to be rude and interrupt. So you're kind of like sitting back in the corner hoping for something to fall in your lap. And unfortunately, everybody wants to, you know, be the speaker. Everybody wants to feel something. Everybody wants to be the most important person. And it's just, I think that we're all just as receptive as each other. And in this situation, we're comfortable with each other. And we have a good feel. And we have the same morals and values. We don't do seances. We don't, you know, try to badger any, you know, or unearth anything like mm-hmm. crazy. No, I understand. Yeah. So we kind of have the same morals and values as far as that goes and a mutual respect on on that end that we can't guarantee that everybody would have. Though one of our um, raffle tickets would include a uh, private ghost hunt with our team, um, it would have to be, you know, you could you could kind of take over and be the star Where? of that. Um, we haven't decided yet. We're going to kind of like we can speak I, with them. May I offer you Lizzie Borden's? 
Have yes. Well, let's make sure they yeah. get in there well, beforehand. The you don't want to be there for the first time with, you know, somebody else yeah, that well, you we'll you kind of want to have a place where you've laid some groundwork. I'll get you guys in there for a preview first. And, er- and Ernie, <laughs> yeah. I know you're I know you're listening, Ernie. I'm working on it. It'll be all set. So uh, <laughs> what's up with Ernie? Oh well, I'll tell you later. <laughs> all right. Well, we are just about out of time. We want to thank you guys for coming. Why don't you plug uh, next week one more time for everybody? Let them know uh, where it's happening and what time. We will be at Sanctuary 189 State Street, Boston, at 10 p.m. on Saturday. Again, if you mention PXP, you will get in for half price. Original price is $10, and you will only be paying 5 We also have a slew of raffle items um, that we are excited to get on the move here. Not the least of which will be um, our new DVD that's coming out. It's only, yeah. I think, maybe 15 minutes, but it's... Yeah, definitely something to see. <laughs> and we will have exclusive PXP merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so and you can listen to the show next Saturday night because we're going to be on at eight o'clock with Jeff Belanger talking about legend tripping. And then once it's over, you can hop in the car, head down to Sanctuary, hang out with the PXP girls. Again, thank you for coming in. Uh, we're going to go off the air here on the radio, but while we're cleaning up, we'll turn things over to you guys in the chat room here. Nice. And you can nice. chat with some of the people that have been waiting to talk to you here, and I've been trying to be the intermediary. Cool. And uh, we'll be back next week. So until then, for Matt Coster, for Matt Moniz, I'm Tim Weisberg. We want you all to stay spooktacular. Rest assured, listener, that my time here has not been easy, and what you have just heard was not fiction. Although, in many a desperate moment, I most certainly wish it had been. It's over for now, it seems. Or at least, until yesterday begins again. Tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen.